I'm a real supersonic, pass the ball like magic. Sean Kim or Larry Bird, the old school Mavericks. I got basketball cards, gonna sing a little more. I got basketball cards, now enjoy the show. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Godfather Nate Milton. And right now, I want you to turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, show me your basketball cards. In the spirit of the great names of the past, like Dikembe Mutombo, and not Michael Jordan, but Baby Jordan, Harold Miner, Drazen, Arvidas, J.R. Ryder bringing that East Bay funk. I bring to you the man who met World Be Free and Danny Ferry, your host and my brother, Zaire, also known as Bandana Z. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Season 6, My Basketball Cards. We're talking about these stars in six minutes or less. Um, before we talk about this next player, big shout-out to Paris Alexa and Nate Milton. Paris Alexa sings the theme song. Nate Milton does the show introduction. All right, we got here a Flair 1987 card of the only one, Ralph Sampson. Listen, Ralph Sampson probably should have been the player of the decade in the 1980s. He was so talented. He was seven foot four. And when you talk about all the tall, gigantic players like Manute Bowe, who was seven foot six, uh, Mark Eaton, who was seven foot seven, all these tall, long players, Ralph Sampson was pound for pound the most talented one of all the guys that were like seven foot three and up. Okay. Um, he was just an amazing talent, um, unstoppable as a scorer, uh, good shot blocker, good rebounder. He could do it all. He could even pass it when he needed to, but you really wanted him to do the thing when it came to scoring. Um, and so when we talk about his his time at 87, that's when his body really, really, really broke down on him or started to break down for real. And his career just kind of went on a downward spiral. He still is a Hall of Famer no matter what. He made the Hall of Fame. Um, and I think it was just based off of his early impact in the NBA and his heavy impact as a college athlete. Um, the guy was just like a big star at Virginia on the cover of Sports Illustrated, um, just doing his thing and really dominated as a collegiate. And he was the number one pick of the 1983 draft. Um, and first, first, Season in the NBA, 21 points per game, 11.1 rebounds per game, uh, 2.4 block shots per game for the Houston Rockets. Rookie of the year, 83-84. This is before Hakeem Olajuwon is there. So Hakeem Olajuwon gets selected in 84-85, um, and so they put these two giants on the court together at the same time. Twin Towers, the original Twin Towers in the NBA the first one that I had ever heard of, maybe there was one before, but these two guys, so talented, so good. Um, and so by 85, 86, they're, they make it to the NBA finals. So you got Hakeem Olajuwon along with Ralph Sampson doing their thing, dominating, getting to the finals where they lose to the Boston Celtics. But people think, you know what? This is the team of the future right here. Can't nobody mess with these two big guys. Well, after year three, Ralph Sampson never played more than 48 games in a season. Or actually, check that. He played 61 games in a season in 88-89, but he was a shell of his former self. Um, you know, he went from being a guy that's putting up 20 points per game, 11 boards per game, to barely being able to uh, stay healthy 
And by the end of his career, he was averaging around five, six points per game, four points a game, and it just wasn't the same. In 87, 88, or 86, 87, one second. 86, 87, he played 43 games, averaged 15.6 points per game, 8.7 rebounds. And that was the year that they went to the finals um, against the Celtics. By the next season, 87-88, he played 19 games with the Rockets, and then they moved on. So I had to stop things. I had to correct this. 86-87, they didn't go to the finals. It was 85-86. 86-87, they lost to the Supersonics in the semifinals. The Supersonics went on to the finals. The Supersonics had a less than 500 record. But by 87-88, the uh, Rockets decided to move on, and they traded Ralph Sampson to the Golden State Warriors. In return, the Rockets got Joe Barry Carroll, a player that we talked about in a previous episode in the previous season, and Sleepy Floyd, two quality players. Um, But, yeah, Ralph went to the Warriors, and it looked like for a minute that the Warriors um, were getting a a reinvigorated Ralph Sampson. His uh, first 29 games with the Warriors, he averaged 15.4 points per game. Once again, this is the 87-88 season. 15.4 points per game, 10 rebounds per game. Um, you know, he was he was a presence there in those 29 games that he played. And so then the next season, you're like, okay, cool, let's go, Ralph Sampson in 88-89. But no, 61 games he played, just averaged 6.4 points per game, only started 36 of those games, five rebounds, um, one block shot per game. Just wasn't the same guy. Uh, I think they had Manute Bowl on that team as well. Um, and then by 88-89-90, Golden State decided to move on, and they traded him to Sacramento for Jim Peterson. Now, no one in their right mind would ever think that Ralph Sampson was traded for Jim Peterson, but it happened. And by then, Ralph Sampson just could not stay healthy, and he was only averaging four points per game. His last season, he played 10 games with the Washington Bullets in 91-92, averaged 2.2 points per game, and just played 10 games, 10 minutes per game. So, unfortunately, Ralph Sampson just had a hard time staying healthy, but when he was healthy... In the early part of his career, he was as good as he got. I think he was an all-star MVP. He was amazing. Um, Just a four-time all-star in his career. One of the best centers at his peak that the NBA has ever seen. This has been my basketball cards. We're talking six minutes or less about these basketball players. Thank you for tuning in, and uh, we're going to keep rolling through my basketball cards.